0: Hello world, welcome to another week of Golf Subpar, Colt Nost and Drew Stoltz. And Slees, we just had the Memorial, one of the best golf courses on the PGA Tour, but that was not the highlight of the week or the low light of the week. Our man John Rahm, unbelievable, was playing some of the best golf of his life, just dominating an incredible field around, around Muirfield Village. And then Saturday, taps in for a little final round, 64. We find out he tested positive for COVID before the round.
1: Yeah, uh, after the last two years, I'm pretty sure Rom's going to have PTSD walking from walking off that 18th green. Last year, you got the penalty with the ball moving. This year, they come out and they tell him on the 18th green, by the way, that, hey, dude, you have COVID, you're going to have to WD. I, of all the things that took place, all right, we can get into all the vaccine stuff, all the different stuff, but at the end of the day, the protocol, the rules that they put in place, if you test positive for COVID during a tournament, you got a WD. That's the rule. That stinks. It sucks. It sucks for Rom. It sucks for his caddy. It sucks for everybody. The only issue I had with the whole thing was, like I didn't get why you got to tell the guy on the 18th green. I think you were putting Rom in a position to really look like an idiot if he doesn't take that news very well. Luckily, he did. I think he handled the whole thing about as well as you can for a guy that you're just stripping 1.6 million from. It's caddie too. I mean, that thing was going to be a runaway. You can't convince me that anybody was holding that trophy at the end of the week other than John Rom. But. Telling him on the 18th green, dude, like, you know, Rom gets fired up about stuff, well, man. Like, he could have easily lost his mind, and then the cameras are right there. It's like, why can't you just walk the guy in, tell him to put on a mask? Hey, we need, we got something we need to talk to you about, and go do it inside.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, looking back, the tour probably wishes. Well, they're, they're, they're obviously very thankful that Rom handled it the way he did, because I'm with yeah. you. He could have lost his shit right there on the 18th green, and it would have been a scene. It would have been, you know, worldwide news everywhere this guy. It was worldwide news because here's a guy dominating a golf tournament, and he has to withdraw and just go home, or actually, you know, sit in Columbus, Ohio now for 10 days before the U.S. Open because of this, you know, testing positive for COVID when, you know, he didn't even feel anything. Like, he didn't even know he had it. You know, he was just, he was having to test every day because of contact tracing. He came in contact, you know, with someone the week before, apparently. So he was testing every day, was negative all the way, all the way throughout the week. And then all of a sudden, bam, here it comes. Saturday afternoon, all hell breaks loose and I tell you what though, you know, you get, you got to give it to John. He handled it very, very well. I was talking with him that night. He's like, listen, man, it sucks. It's part of life. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I'm okay. My family's okay. Um, but it does suck. It does
1: suck and his family's okay. They're coming over mm-hmm. <laughs> from overseas for the first time in like almost two years, I believe. And he was looking forward to that, spending time with his family. Now this throws a wrench and all that. I mean, it was a, it's the nightmare scenario for the PJ tour. When we first started playing golf again after COVID, like we were throwing out all the hype. What if this happens? What if that happens? Well, one of them was, what if a guy tests positive on Sunday when he's holding a huge lead and it's a big tournament? And it just turns yeah. out just so happened. John Rahm, one of the marquee players on the PJ tour at a big tournament at Jack's house goes in. We had that exact situation well, happen. Y- this is like the first kind of black eye I think since yeah. COVID, you know, we've been, the tour.
0: they've been doing great. You know, there hasn't been much going on as far as this, you know, a few people here yeah. and there, but this one, I mean, you, you brought up a great point on our XM show. You're like, What if this was Sunday? Exactly. I mean, and here he is. They find out, you know, say the rain delay happened and, you know, he had to finish his third round Sunday morning. Then he tests again. He goes back out and they find out when he's, I believe, on around hole 11 or 12. And they're like, okay, this isn't good. We got to retest. We got to double check it, which they do. And they found out about 20 minutes before he finished. Like, what then? Do they come get him on 16, 17 green and be like, hey, bud, you tested positive. You're out of here. Go ahead. And you got a 100 shot
1: lead? Go ahead and finish this thing up. You're up by eight. But once you're done, you got a WD. But go ahead and go ahead and celebrate and do all the stuff. I mean, that's the only, like, I guess, if you want to look glass half full, that it didn't happen on Sunday yeah. because I don't know what you do. I mean, if you're the PJ Tour, you know that's going to be the absolute worst case scenario. Do you let the guy finish? I don't think you can. If it comes out that, hey, you knowingly let a guy walk around and play, finish the tournament with COVID, like mm-hmm. the uproar from that and the backlash from that would outweigh the black eye that you'd get from, you know, letting John Rom finish it. I mean, that that's the... That's the huge question mark is what if it was the final round? But what happens going forward? Do you think now other players have seen this? Like, I know the players were involved with all the decision-making leading up to, you know, resumption of play and all that. Do you think they address it now and try to – because people were saying, Hey, let him play by, let him play as a single. Let him play one group behind. Wear a mask. Do whatever. Don't go around anyone. Do you think there's any sort of like workaround for that? I don't think there's any way they US could open? let him play. Like
0: I, I was all for like, hey, let's test him again, see if he can get a couple negatives before he tees off. Um but you know, you have to have that twenty four hour window. I think there'll be some adjustments made, but I don't think you can let a guy out there playing that is currently positive for COVID nineteen. Like it's just I mean, granted, no one's probably gonna be around him. Yeah. But I just don't think you can do take that risk and let them play. It. But I do think they're gonna look at this and be like, okay, what can we do? To make this you know better going forward in case this does happen again
1: yeah i don't know what it is and and realistically could rama played by himself with no you know with not come in contact with anyone else all that maybe maybe you can get around and do that so it doesn't look terrible what you're doing but like the reality is that that's been the rule from day one this has happened other guys have had to wd earlier in the week we haven't really seen it on saturday after a, yeah. after a third round <laughs> but like 18 if you, if under you par make some weird exception like all right Rom, you play as a single back here and carry on all the stuff that people were throwing out right what about the guys that have already you know had to wd from tournament? like, well, I had a WD. Why don't you let yeah. me play by myself? I could have made the cut. I would have made some money. I would have got some FedEx cut points. Could have kept my card. Why because because are you that making an ex- exception for John? Just because it's, you know, John Rahm and it's the final round. He's leading by six. I think they did what they had to do, but it just sucks. Because, like, that's the that's the nightmare. And we haven't really seen it up until now. All the COVID cases really have been before the week started. And they got him out of there. This is the first time we've seen it. And it was John Rom leading yeah. by six at Jacksonville I mean, place.
0: 18 under par through three rounds, running over. away with it. And i tell you this. I mean. It sucks that he went out, but for as far as a viewing standpoint, it made it more interesting. Obviously, they had to talk about that a lot, but then you have Colin Morikawa and and uh, Patrick Cantlay tied for the lead going into Sunday, and it was a, it was a hell of a tournament. With you know Patrick Cantlay ended up winning it in a playoff. You know I have I, I asked you this earlier today. I had a problem with what happened in the playoff, and I don't think it got talked about enough. So Colin Morikawa hits yeah. it right down the middle of the fairway. First off, regulation is over. Okay, we're, we're yep. going to a playoff. Well, they got that massive downpour, right? Right before you know when they were on seventeen, they stopped play for a second. Then it rained some more, hammered, and then yeah. they go to the playoff. Well, why not say, you know what, guys, we just got a shit ton of rain in a very quick time. We're gonna let y'all play it up in the fairway because he hit that drive down the middle of the fairway and it landed and it bounced backwards. And I go, that's about to be a problem. And then they get up there and there's Dottie Pepper saying, "There's mud all over this golf ball," and it was on the front. And she's like, "In my experience." When you got it on the front, it nosedives, and that's exactly what happened. He hit one, fell out of the sky, goes up, ends up making bogey. Patrick Cantley makes a par and gets the job done. I thought that was Now I, I, – I've been told, like, you can't change it because the play's already started, but in my opinion, that's absolutely ridiculous because we're at sudden death now. A whole new thing started. I thought that was a big whiff. There's
1: no more field. There's two guys. You don't yes. have to protect the field. It's like if two guys – maybe you propose it to the two guys. Hey, do you want to play it up? I don't know. It, it makes – all the sense in the world to me that in that situation, Hey, it just dumped for however many minutes it did. The golf course has changed a little bit. Do you guys want to play it up? If they're both like, yeah, let's just play it up. Are you cool with it? Yeah. All right, then do it. Totally. I don't agree. Know. So, Cause at this point you don't got to worry about anybody else. It's just two guys, but that shot Colin hits like from the best iron player legitimately, statistically mm-hmm. in the world, he hit that shot. And I I thought the shot tracker was off or well, he just started laughing when he hit it, it just, I mean it was like a yeah. top spin forehand I think I was like you can't you can't get a ball <laughs> to knuckle like that you know obviously a, it heard a little like more since
0: I was all over Colin Morikawa last week we'll get to that later but you know congratulations to Patrick Cantlay wins once again at Jack's place you know hadn't been in the best form coming in but something about that place brings out the best in him and look out heading into Tory Pines
1: yeah just a matter of time for Patrick he's one of those guys that you can bank on and it's been a little bit of a down stretch frame, mostly with the putter, which is strange because he's normally rock solid on the greens. But you knew, like, he's one of those guys to see a couple bad weeks, like, whatever. It's, yeah. it's, it's Tell you what,
0: though. Look out for our man John Romer on Torrey Pines. He already likes the place. Uh, now he's got a little more of a chip on his shoulder. Look out.
1: Well, I say before, pissed off Spaniard, dangerous Spaniard. Yep. There ain't nothing he wants to do more than go up to Torrey and win that thing.
0: All right. Well, we got a very special interview this week. Our guy, HV3, Harold Varner, one of the biggest personalities on the PGA Tour, sat down with us in Charlotte a few weeks ago.
1: Oh, what a blast, dude. I mean, if you like, he's one of those guys. I feel like we say it a lot, but like, want to sit down and grab a beer with a tour player? He'd be one. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys that I, I think he's a lot like Andres, and you can see it kind of come out in the interview a little bit. Andres Gonzalez, just always positive, never taking the negative approach Oh, something bad happens, like he bounces back. He doesn't dwell on the negative. He's always a, a glass-half-full guy, and he's infectious. It's fun to be around when he's in the room.
0: He is. All right. Well, let's get to it. Here's Harold Varner on Golf Subpar. All right. Before we get to HV3, I want to tell you about our friends at TaylorMade. Sleaze, every tour pro on Earth swears by urethane golf balls, and there are plenty of expensive options for tour golf balls for those that want it. And that's why we got the TaylorMade Tour Response. Sleaze, this golf ball is unbelievable. And the best part is it doesn't cost as much as all the others.
1: Of course, dude. Tour Response is a tour quality ball that doesn't cost as much as other tour balls. I'm sick of going in. Firing off a couple sleeves into the des, into the Weeds, whatever. Going in, paying a Grizz for more golf balls. If you're tired of doing that too, get you the Tour Response. It's a three-piece urethane golf ball that's easy to compress. That's nice. And easy to launch, easy to play with. Delivers the type of spin that Tour players would love in a ball that's designed for you, Colt.
0: Sounds incredible. Launches high, goes far, spins a lot, and it costs less. It's what sold. else do you need? All right. Well, try TaylorMade Tour Response. Swear by it, not at it. That's promo code SUBPARTM. Go pick you up the Tour Response golf ball from TaylorMade. Now, here's Harold Varner III on Golf Subpar. going
2: to bring it in? It hey, fun. guys, Give we're a... on—I don't even know the name of your podcast. Sub- hey, guys, we're on Subpar.
1: There <laughs> it is. There it is. Pro. Pro shit. All right. We got a man of many talents with us here today. He's the 81st-ranked player in the world. I didn't know that. I, I, you do now. Thanks for the update. Yeah. Congrats. One of the biggest personalities on tour, hosts his own podcast, handsome dude. Does it all. Harold Varner III. Welcome. Obviously,
0: we're not scared to lie on this
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Just go home and go to sleep. I do nothing. But welcome. We've been
0: planning this for quite a while. i glad yeah, we I'm finally not... got you. We, we got you in your own backyard, luckily. And
1: I'm not we... really
2: good at um, showing up. so. Uh, You're a tough one to lock down. No, I just, if I can find any way out, I, I'm like, right, uh, I can do it the next time. You don't but want to spend
0: time with me and sleeves?
1: That's what it's That's like not the problem.
2: Live. It's just you when you just run yourself ragged you know like every chance you can get to not do anything you do it unless you have to absolutely do it well, you just added but some since to your mix. You, you guys gave me an incentive you know a little bit of cash i was like i'll show up yeah yeah you know, i've been teeth. telling people that <laughs> <jealousy>. <laughs> like, keep that on the hot. yeah didn't want to spill the beans but thank you guys but i'm really excited to be here you, you know go. it's been an honor turn it on turn it on Maybe are we good. done yet <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right well let's get to know harold var the third i mean obviously started golf at a very young age your dad put a club in your hands at age two
2: yeah, I don't know what he was thinking, but uh, I'm sure it was like the Fisher Price things. Um, yeah, my dad obviously loves golf, and you know we've played a lot together. But I just couldn't imagine as I'm, you know, I'm about to have a kid. I'm like, put a golf club in their hands too. I'm just trying to get them to be quiet at too, from a, you know, thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got a two-year-old. future parenthood. <laughs> She's a long ways away from holding a golf club. I could tell you that. But how long, How old were you when you're like, this is my thing. This is what I'm going to do. So
2: when I turned nine. At our local course, is Gass Municipal, just like right down the road. It's called Catawba Creek now. They had this deal. I mean, like, it's a hundred bucks from June first until September first, Monday through Friday. You could play golf. Like, it's. I mean, That's just think about what day. you've oh, done nice. with a hundred bucks. Like, I mean, what I did with a hundred bucks today. What have you like, done? Hey, yeah. valet guy. All right, there you go, bud. Whatever. But just the damn. I'll park your car. <laughs> <laughs> How many cars do you hey, got? It's for I the, can't the park week. them all, bro. <laughs> um. So I just. Basically, just my dad would drop me off on his way to work, and my mom would pick me up, or she wouldn't. I would just be out there, you know, all day. So, I had access. That's the biggest thing, I think, about getting better at golf, is just being able to go play whenever you want. So, I had a great opportunity there.
3: Yeah,
0: you said it was a municipal golf course. Tell us yeah. a little bit about it, because, I mean, some kids grow up, you know, the country club life. Yeah. Uh, so, you Little different for you, yeah. Uh, what was it like? I mean,
2: it was awesome. There's like 50, you know, it was like 20 to 50 kids that ha- did this thing, so like every day there was just a group of kids that would play. I mean, we didn't do everything right all the time, so there was these old men that would just would be like, you know, policing us out there. So, was it fun? Yeah, it was good when you weren't in trouble, but it seems like at the start we were always doing something we shouldn't have been doing.
0: What's the most trouble you got in?
2: I hit, I uh, I got hit into, and Here we go. <laughs> I, I mean, gotta I, I knew it was coming. There we go. Here and we go. it, like, just kind of rolled by, and I just picked it up, and I hit it back, and <laughs> yep. I got suspended.
1: So Who I, hasn't like, done that I, as a kid? I, every time. <laughs> I didn't know. It
2: seemed like I was the only one in Gastonia. No,
3: I what back. are you doing here? And I was like,
1: I don't know. It seemed like the right thing to do. I, I hit had it, it back that was like
0: quick hooks. I was like, damn, they don't even know I hit it back.
2: I almost smoked these people. I had <laughs> idea. It
0: happened to me, too. These guys hit into us like four times. They hated us kids being out there, and we were waiting on the group in front of us, and they hit one, and I teed it up and sent it right yeah, back at them. You're going to have it. Bro didn't like that one too much. <laughs> and it landed 30 yards short of them. No, That's not yeah. true. They were old. I believe it. Played in retirement community. <laughs> I they were old. <laughs> I could get there.
1: Uh <laughs> you you you've rep gastonia is am i saying it right gastonia yep. north carolina pretty hard give us a harold varner tour through the town what's that town like
2: it's like if you drive and you blink you'll go right through it oh uh, it's uh no it's a great it's a great place a lot of great people um i always say this i think a, it takes a village to raise a kid parents can't do it by themselves and gastonia is basically my you know my village and then obviously it got bigger as i got older being in charlotte you know Charlotte's a big place but there's a lot of people that are doing a lot of good things, and they run in the same circles that I feel like.
0: It has there or will there be a Harold Varner maybe street statue? Ooh, yeah.
2: yeah. Anything? I anything hope not, because I think if you want to help someone, you just do it because it's the right thing to do. One of these in downtown. Ooh, that, that would be awesome. Yeah. I don't. That shouldn't be downtown though. That should be put in every like the front of every golf course, like.
0: Thank I you. got to witness it up close and personal at the Waste Man's yeah, I mean, That's right. Thank
2: you. I was, well, I was hoping we'd hit on this. Of course Yo, we will. Colt, go ahead and ask the question, so I can just proudly say. Well, I don't have it, tee it up.
0: I got paired with Harold Varner. We're, we're skipping
2: a lot of stuff. No, we're actually, about... Colt. Let me ask you, Colt. Do yeah, you re- there. There do you remember what happened at the Waste Man's Right The year that the Panthers <laughs> were running over everyone. I mean, everyone. Do you remember?
0: I remember I got paired with you, which is always a joy. All right, that's I always—I mean,
2: th-
0: my first thing on Tuesday at noon—I mean, I'm like on PJ Tour links at noon, refreshing to see who I that's get to the play best with day Thursday, ever, Friday, bro. and I get Harold Varner at managed Management oh. Open. The Carolina Panthers are in the Super Bowl, and I'm like, and we just thumped the
2: Arizona Cardinals. Who, you like who's that? Actually, just thumped
1: guy. them. They got the one team you don't want to talk about, but yeah. it's all right. We'll leave that alone for now. Well, we all thumped
2: right. them the week before. I went to the game, and I just will never forget, like how excited I was the Panthers were going to be. You're going to get the end of this one. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, keep going, keep going. Um, You're going to get so the opportunity. We. I remember, <laughs> remember we are teeing off, we are teeing off like either last off, somehow we are going to make it on 16 in the afternoon, but there was a frost delay. It was something, either we were first off, or we were like last off, teeing off of one, and there was a frost delay. So by the time we get to 16, everyone was just going to be super drunk. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm telling Cole, I'm like, Walking off the first tee, I'm like, dude, you know, I'm going to birdie. I'm going to birdie 16. I mean, it for sure it's going to happen. And he's like laughing. You know, he's, I mean, he's like been on tour forever. I'm like, dude, I'm just telling you, I'm going to dab everywhere. This was
0: your first time. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, Open. I couldn't yeah, wait.
2: Like, literally, I had this plan in my head. I'm going to, I'm going to put on this jersey. I'm going to do this. And I remember the jersey didn't come in. I was like, well, since we beat the Cardinals, I'm going to dab them even harder, you know, whatever. <laughs> and we get to 16, and I'll never forget this. We're sitting there, and I'm like, this pin's in the back. It's like, I remember it's like 178 yards. I'm like, whatever, you know. I'm hitting seven. I'm, I'm going to try to hole this if I can. But if you if you don't <laughs> hole it, you're making double. It's the one pin you don't <laughs> yeah. go at on the screen. Most dudes are like, and dump it 40 feet, yeah, two putt. Gosh, and my dad's like, we're just going to hit the eight, and we'll just put it up to it. I literally, I hit this eight iron, and it was like 30 feet short. I about cried. I was <laughs> so mad at everyone. I didn't say a word to anyone. Walked, you know, just miserable. Everyone's yelling. I'm like, I'm going to make this. I'm going to make this. And we get up there, and I'm just, like, smiling. I'm like, but in my head, all I can think of is this putt going in. I should try this more often. But I get up there, and I read it, not having said a word to my caddy, other than, like, thanks for wiping my ball or whatever. And this literally, when this putt was from, like, me to that camera, it was going in. Couldn't. I mean, I couldn't wait. I should have just danced when I saw this. I should have done it then. But I remember, Susan, when I saw Colt just, like,
1: Drop his head. Oh my god. God oh my damn man. it. Yeah. It was
2: awesome. It was the greatest thing I've, not the greatest thing I've ever done on tour, but it was it's it might be number one on my list. I remember you almost got whatever with the dab. Like, missed the cut, but you know whatever. <laughs> <But> whatever.
1: <laughs> you birdie sixteen though. You you're one of the guys that like embraces that environment. You love that. If there were more hole, if
2: every hole on PJ Tour was like that, you think it'd be world number one? Maybe two. I'd be close. Yeah, you'd be there, had huh? Had chances. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just golf's such a traditional sport. I think we're we're going to do a good job of you know bringing both together. I think there's a lot of courses that need stuff like that to happen to make it where people go out and watch. I, so I'm all for it. I think kids are way more into that than people. Like when it, I, I can only imagine twenty years from now, like t- being a parent taking a kid out there at like ten. I mean, that just ain't the place for a ten-year-old. I mean, he's going to grow up in, like. An hour. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, Daddy? So,
0: do you want to just focus on that Thursday shot, or do you want to talk about Friday shot at all?
2: No. Friday doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we'll go to Friday. The jersey came in. Go ahead, Colt. Tell the us. The jersey came
0: in. We get there on Friday. He puts it on. He's going to hit it, and he starts Literally, I can't away. even breathe. He's My like, this isn't going to work. So, boop, 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 so boop, I hit first, and he's way longer than me, obviously, like everyone out there is. And I hit an 8-iron in there. 20 feet good shot okay oh man. i look over and harold's got eight iron in his hand and he's jacked i mean they got the jersey on they've already booed him off. you gotta got look like my driver yeah. it's just like
2: and i'm like, like i look Ooh. at his
0: caddy ran i'm like this this ain't it and he goes I, I can't talk he couldn't talk him out of it and this thing i thought he was gonna go out of the stadium <laughs> how far was the hole playing at that time 160
2: and you got eight dude this eight iron probably went 180 and yards and you got juice you got adrenaline Here's the best part. I got the luckiest break. It didn't go flying over <laughs> the bunker. It stayed right on top over the bunker. I was like, all right, you know, I'm thinking I have a chance in my head, you know, like as an optimistic person, like, oh, dude, I'll get this up and down. Yeah. I get up there and I'm just like, I'm about to like say a little prayer before I even hit this. <laughs> I don't dump this right in this, you know, after dabbing on everyone the day before. Well,
0: they've already forgotten about that.
2: And I get up there and they're like, they're booing and I chip it up there to like 10 feet, like sick chip, like sick sick like i, I even don't even sick. spin the ball i hit like little like clankers that like dump down and they roll and this thing like has spin on i'm like I well, didn't you know i could do that so i get in there and i make it and i dab again it was awesome it <laughs> dab was the great power. i love that so now it's just like a common everyone's like i'm like man we had, we went on a run that year like charlotte was one of the i mean it was so amazing like just being you know of age and actually being able to enjoy like the town properly, because last time we were there, it was, ter- you know, 2004, I think, it was the last time we went to the Super Bowl, and, I mean, 2004, I legally wasn't doing much at all. You know? Le- yeah, legally. Yeah, legally. sneak that in there. All right, we, we got a little ahead of ourselves there, because it was exciting. No, we right. did not.
3: We did we, not we, get ahead. That we, was we the a one map. story
0: I wanted to correct. We definitely got it. We <laughs> got to talk a little bit about the Corn ferry Tour, though, because it's pretty cool. I mean, you turned pro in 2012. You get out on the Corn ferry Tour in 2014. I mean, you had a good year. You finished 30th.
3: Yeah,
2: which top
0: I? which top twenty thirtieth on the money list top twenty five get their PGA tour card. Which I never had.
2: I wasn't ready. So that's that what I was gonna ask. Oh. Did you
0: look at that year as like a positive, or mm-hmm. you're like, damn, I was so close. Man,
2: I had one bill. I had a I had a car payment of hundred and sixty two dollars. I was like, I'm rich. <laughs> you know, like, hey, we're good. I ain't never leaving never <laughs> this. We're fine. This is leaving. perfect. Uh, so um, I learned a lot, but I uh, I was I was rich and it was awesome. Like. I wasn't prepared to be on the tour because if I, you know, think about it, if I'd have played well like that, you know, just that decent on the tour. But I remember when I got done playing, when I got done playing that year, I was like, well, then if I'm that close, I mean, literally, all I got to do is make like one more putt, two more putts. So it was just my transition was awesome, I guess, just because I didn't go out there and have to grind. The first scare I ever had was, I guess, 2017. I'm sure we'll get to that, but like, I never really like. I always kept my card. I always had, you know, the first term I ever played. I was leading after fifty-four holes. It was like, all right, you know, like this is cupcake, you know. But I never really won a lot. I won twice in college. I won the state am. I didn't do anything spectacular, but I just always believed that those guys weren't. They're not better than me. Like, yeah.
1: That might answer this next question. But was there you spent what what two years on the mini tours before you got on the web? Was there ever a time where you were thinking like this might not be it? Maybe not golf.
2: Never. Yeah. Because I didn't think so. what ended up happening is is. My first Monday Qualifier ever, I got in, it was the Chiquita, and it was at Longview, I think, yeah, it was at Longview. So the first one I ever did, I get in, like, every time. And then I get into the U.S. Open the next year. My first P.J. Tour event was Marion, and I'm over here watching this guy dying while I hit my first tee ball. I'm over here, like, can't breathe. Like, <gasps> I mean, can you stop playing with your knife over there, bud? <laughs> um So every year I just kept getting better. I kept, like, you know, knocking on the door. So I never, like, thought I wasn't going to make it, like – so, never a
1: backup plan, like if golf doesn't work, then this. The
2: problem I have is – is or that I've learned since, you know, I'm not old, but being 30 is that these people that try to play, seeing, watching them shows me how hard it really is. Because, like, to me, I was like, just keep playing golf, dude. You're going to keep getting better if you just keep focusing on the things that you need to do. And I just always – I'm still doing that. And every year I feel like I'm doing something I haven't – I've never done before. Obviously, we want to win. But those Corn Fairy, you know, I wonder what the stat is of people not making it versus that step foot like get status on tour. Like how long are they on the Corn fairy tour? Like I just would love to know that stat of just how you know what that number and for me two years I was like, all right, you know, it seemed like a long time. But Yeah, but
0: that second year you made the jump, I mean two thousand fifteen, I mean your life changed when you earned your PGA tour card, but I gotta know because it's mm. you finished twenty fifth out of twenty five. What was that last week like? I mean,
2: it was awesome. I can tell you what happened. It was happens. not awesome. Well, <laughs> that's know, the most popular here's human on the earth. No, hold on. Though. I no, no all because week. because when we go play those playoff events, it's set up so much harder than a corn fair, like a regular corn fair event, except Victoria National. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to places where like if I just hit it solid, I'm going to I'm going to kill everybody. You know, like I all I got to do is putt decent. You only have to do it twice. So I knew, I was like, I'm playing decent, but I remember over the, I hit it over the green on 17 at Pumpkin Ridge, and I got it up and down. So when I finished, <laughs> this is pretty funny, I finished, I get down, I teed off early, I'm, I'm, I'm catching a red eye tonight, the night, so I'm packing my clothes up, and I'm 27th. I'm like, oh, I'll just go back to the course, just in case I do make it. Next thing I get there, I'm 26th. I'm like, man, what are these guys doing? So, did you
0: think you were done when you finished? Like, you weren't – I thought I was
2: in, but I thought, like, it was going to swing. Cody Gribble was playing really well. I think he was, like, in the top ten, and he was moving up. And I just remember I was like, I'm going to get my card in and regardless. Like, what you talking about? Four events to finish, you know, when you got to have one top ten. Oh, I'm, so you were thinking you were he was going to get it in I was going to get it either so way. Gonna I was going to get it in the playoffs. In. So I was going to get it now. Yeah. But I was like, well, I guess I have to be there just in case I do finish 25th. And then – Wait, I get on the putting green, and I'm 25th, and Dickie Pride's coming down, and I'm like, nothing nothing can change this. And Dickie Pride just has to win the tournament. He gets to hitting those trees on the <laughs> right. I'm like, bro, Dickie. just put it up there. Dickie. Little Dickie. Stop What's it. Come on, bud. So, and on the way watching this, I'll never forget how Tong Lee is on the putting green putting. Like, teed off at like 6 a.m. that morning, putting. I'm like – Man, no wonder it took me forever to get here. <laughs> um, but Hal Tong Lee's like, he's like, he's like, how are you doing, Harold? I'm like, good, whatever. He's like, I was like, how, you know, how? What do you think? Blah blah. I was like, well, I think I'm just going to miss. He's like, you'll be fine, Harold.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Incredible impersonation yeah, of Hal Tong.
2: Uh, <laughs> and I end up getting in. and I come back, and he's like. I told you. I told you. <laughs>
1: oh, he's that's a, a long, like four hours. Sweat. You're the only guy in the history that's not like refresh, 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 oh, sitting in their man. hotel grinding it.
2: When you're good at golf, you don't you don't worry about that because well, no one can hold you down if that's you play well. Not the normal. I think mine. You should write a book. Well. You can be like, like Dr. I don't want to spill all the beans. This is all common sense, but yeah. obviously, common I mean, sense not I, so I, common. In my way. opinion,
0: like that would be extremely stressful situation, obviously. But you get it done, and I mean, you earn your PGA Tour card. What was? Like, that emotion, like, once you realized, I'm going to the PGA Tour.
2: It was awesome, but I knew – like, this is pretty cool. I knew that if I didn't play well in the playoffs then, I wasn't going to have any starts. So, I was just like – you know, I remember some people weren't playing some of the playoff events. I was like, well, (laughs) giddy up. I'm going to – but here's – you know, so, for instance, I I go. I've made $169,000 and I've made $180,000. In two years, and I still don't even own a house, you know, I don't have many bills, so I'm, I'm still rich. You know, I'm still still moving. I'm doing good things that I want to do. I want to play golf every day and make money. That's what I'm doing. So, like, if you look at it in that aspect, like, bro, I can afford to eat. I can go to a steakhouse if I want to. There's just things that, like, you you do all the time on tour that – are like, playing any golf for money and you're playing well that you didn't do, like, in college. You're like you, – you, I still appreciate like mm-hmm. tonight. I'm going to this place called Steak Forty Eight. It's like fire, so well, good. What time if we you, going? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I didn't not the reservation.
1: If you were rich, then what are you now?
2: Wealthy. Yeah. There what, you uh, go. What's this, what does uh, what does uh, man? Have you all seen the Chris Rock thing when he says he's like he's like. <laughs> He says N word a lot, but he's like, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't <laughs> wait to see what you about to I'm like, yeah, I've like, yeah, seen a lot of Chris Rock. I was so like, there's no like, way this one's making it off. He's, so he's like, it like, it like Chad, he's wealthy. He's like, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. rich. <laughs> it's so funny. So, um, no, I just, uh, I see the retirement and that's that's a game changer. I mean, that Pension a- on
0: the PJ Tour is a nice thing.
1: You can go to Stake 48 a lot now. It what depends what on how home. much
2: that kid's worth. what you doing oh boy good to see you uh Uh, got fans everywhere it depends on uh yeah i I, I hear kids are expensive
0: yeah well i mean you did just break that news this is going to air in a couple weeks but you did break the news
2: today my bad i know it's pretty weird with the timing of releasing yeah it's it's all good (laughs) (laughs) good. y'all can figure that part out it
0: might not be breaking news when this one of my questions was going to be because you married amanda and i was like is there going to be a Harold Varner IV coming oh, yeah. up. And that's then this right. morning, before we come over here, I'm looking and I'm like, oh, well, you just announced it this morning <laughs> that you're going to be having a child. Congratulations.
2: <laughs> yeah, super pumped. Um, I mean, that's the coolest thing in the world, just seeing kids grow up. And I just don't know what I'm going to do when I when I'm I'm mine, you know, like ultimate. I mean, you would understand, like. <laughs> Ultimate you, as a pretend. dad, is something I cannot wait to see. If I, I could do it, bro, I, if I could do it. I was going to say, a lot of people said the same thing about him. You're going to yeah. be fine. You Little sleaze. see This video, though, when they, we find out it's a boy, and Amanda goes, I don't know if I'm ready for an HV4. It is <laughs> hilarious. Um, but I don't think she'll let me post that one.
1: Is it already inked HV4? Is that oh, yeah. He's official. Going by, oh,
2: I didn't have a say on that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone said, Quattro. No, we, uh, he's going to go by William. Hey, did you know Liam is short for William? It makes sense. It's it makes sense, but I've ne- no one's ever said I agree that. It's I like Xander it. and Liam. Alexander. Maybe like Will, but yeah. Liam. Yeah. Liam sounds European. what's gonna be like Liam Nelson. Yeah, now like taking. He's gonna save my life. Every <laughs> now and uh, a very <laughs>
1: particular set of skills. Don't scales. compare it to Tank. Yeah, he's
2: doing a lot of cool things now. Like uh, save my life.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I saw he's got a fresh pair of Jays already
2: waiting on. him. I like mm. his chances having so, some Jordans.
0: I was gonna say, let's. We gotta talk about this because. I mean, I'm jealous of I a lot of it. things you do, but this is number one on the list. It's, it's, being a Jordan brand athlete, it's just it's the coolest awesome. thing ever. Tell us when, like, the first time you spoke to MJ about possibly doing this and what all this has meant to you.
2: It is insanely easy. Um, MJ texted me. He said, I'd love to have you in the brand. And two days later, Harold Runner was in the brand. It's the most non-complicated thing in the world. Like, if MJ wants to help or wants to do something, he's going to do it. And, I, you know, I'm super appreciative to be a part of the brand. but the coolest part is the stuff you get to do with it. Like, people are like, oh, I want, you know, this or blah, blah. Like, you know, obviously I get to do stuff with my foundation, but, like, there's kids that are like, hey, can I get some Jordans for some foundation? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's the coolest part for me because at the end of the day, no one's going to remember the, all the shoes I had. They're going to know, like, man, Harold gave me this shoe and I made X amount of dollars for this. That's mm-hmm. – that's where money no. was
0: when he reached out to you about oh, this Jordan, is a great was, that, story. was that the first time you talked to him.
2: Yeah. Oh, um, wow. this is pretty funny. Hello. Um, so 2017 I almost lose my card in Greensboro finished 12th, keep my card. I go to the next event. MJ texts me at like 9. AM. Do you have his number already? Is this no. First time you talk uh, to him? So I'm really close friends with a guy named Fred Whitfield. Um, who's the CEO of the Hornets you know, they guess then they might have been the Bobcats, maybe. Mm-hmm. But he he goes, the boss is gonna text you. And I'm like, you know, like for like 45 minutes, I was like, who the hell's the boss? Gotti, yeah. <laughs> John okay. Gotti. So I get this text and I'm working out that morning to go play a practice round, and I totally forgot. Totally forgot. It feels like something you could forget. For you. No, hey, Jordan might be texting you. Exactly, but no one. Every time I tell this story, everyone's like, I mean, how'd you do that? I'm like, bro, I mean. You just forget. You know, you go play practice round and you don't text back. And I get back to the house and or to the hotel and the man is like, I, I, to, I told the man, I was like, man, I feel like MJ's going to – or some boss, I'm pretty sure that's MJ. And she's like, did MJ text you? And I was like, he did. I forgot like seven hours later. You took seven hours to respond to MJ? It's not Oh, my God. I'm not good at responding back. Like right now there's people texting and there's a really good chance I – I want that you know I just yeah but MJ is a different. It's I the agree, man. He's had to wait I ever totally. I I don't know. You don't know. I don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been a great experience. Um, obviously, going again. So started up this year. So it's been. It's good, man. Like what?
0: I what do the shipments look like? Yeah, dude.
2: Well, Candace, my social media lady, she freaking took a picture of my room
1: i was in it last night i was about to ask, i mean it's there's all those just you sign and all of a sudden like cool what's your size here's 200 because you have a i mean it's wall to wall both sides so a, i yeah, was crying almost. they
2: send you something every month Every month, not, month. Month. what, what do you mean of...
1: something what's something they send you a pair How no no a
2: lot of pairs i probably have 400 yeah, Maybe there's a more. few.
1: You might have like 396 after after I was in there. <laughs> we were about the same size. I could I could fit these things. Um,
2: in. yeah, it's it's awesome, man. Who's got more? You or Perez? Perez doesn't give them away. I give them to these kids. <laughs> of course. I give them, yeah, <laughs> that makes also, sense. I, it's so dumb. So I so I do this thing, and this was another. I take I take all these pairs that there's some you're just not going to wear. Like I I just don't dress like that. So. There's some I put in this box, and I take to my high school, this coach, my PE teacher or whatever, and he basically gives me these kids that, like, either do something good or whatever, been good all year. I took him up there one time, well, some guy took him up there, and he said that he called me, and he goes, dude, I'm getting yelled at by this this guy's mom because she thinks he stole him. Oh, oh, no. Like, what <laughs> world do we live in you don't believe? You believe that little in your kid, yeah. like that little. So I just thought that was very odd. So, yeah, it's weird.
1: That's cool. As a kid, I couldn't imagine, like, doing something good. I'm like, oh, you get a pair of Jordan. I mean, that would have been, like, yeah. Christmas times 100 for me. What's your True. favorite golf pair that you wear and favorite non-golf pair?
2: So, I have a pair of um, Jordan 3s that are Lowe's. Mm, um, they're so, yeah, fire. Fun so <laughs> fu- like,
0: What color are they? Yeah.
2: i like, them in black and white. And they're sick. They're unbelievable. And then my favorite shoe is the, I'd say, the 10s. Because you can wear them, like, with shorts. You can wear them with pants you know you can wear them with whatever there's some you're just not going to wear with you
0: know,
2: Yeah, yeah there was some in that with.
1: collection last night. I was like tell me when he wears these they like flat all kinds of shit I was like tell me when Harold puts these on for the first time I'd like to, I want to see the outfit that this goes
2: with that that's where my funny. wife comes in handy because yeah, yeah. I I, mean, I can't even I must be colorblind some of the stuff I put on I'm like that looks good and Then well, I right now
0: you got your phone case matching your outfit does that change day to day
2: it depends on how many times I drop it. It's in half right now. <laughs> but,
0: obviously, MJ built his course, Grove 23, which a lot of the tour players call Slaughterhouse 23 because he just absolutely murders them. Have you been a victim of Slaughterhouse 23?
2: Uh, I have. Um, well, one time I wasn't and one time I was. One time, I mean, I got lucky. You know, 15, 16, and 17, he's getting no strokes. So, you're like, <laughs> you better, better play well. Yeah. <laughs> you better play well. And I just I went birdie, birdie, eagle. And Then the next time, you know, I didn't have much of a chance.
1: Yeah, he set that thing up pretty nice for his uh, a handicap and the way the course plays. I
2: just got caught up last time. I took my, I was going to go eat, just eat lunch and then drive to Jacksonville. And my best, one of my best friends that played golf at Auburn, he, he plays with like I go out there to eat and Ken, who you guys know, mm-hmm. you, Ken's like. Ken goes, you need to go see MJ and then come by and see my dad. So I come by and I see MJ. And MJ's like he's like, You got your clubs and you got some money? I'm like, Well <laughs> you pay me. So I, I got, don't care if you got clubs. Yeah. yeah. So uh he's like, Well play with me on the next thing I was like, Is it cool if Will plays? He's like, Yeah, sure. So I go talk to Ken and his dad. They they just got back from Augusta, which is a super cool trip. I think it would be cool to take your dad and he got to do that, blah blah. blah. So we go to tee off, we go down one, and Will's just like just playing like he's nervous, he's freaking out, and this is a grown man. He's 27 years old, and because I just remember the first time I played with MJ, I was like, "Hey, this is competition. This is awesome. Like, let's get it on." Um, but we go, to, we get on to the second tee, and MJ's like, "There's not gonna be any free rolls out here." And he's like, "Well, same bet, 100 bucks with you, and I bet you will." I think he shit his pants on the <laughs> dude. He literally couldn't breathe. He was like, "I was like, he's like, do you understand I'm playing with the goat?" I was like, "I totally do, and you're gonna pay him a hundred bucks if yeah, he don't play well." <laughs> so he he gets up there and he goes, he hits a good drive down number two, and then he has seventy yards, and I bet you he hit it twenty yards, twenty yards, and I'm like, "Gosh, dude!" Just... I'm guessing he's a pretty decent player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he played it all. Yeah, he's really he good. All, he Played professional. Yeah, yeah. so he's uh. I'm just wondering what's going on. Like, this is like a complete choke.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, he goes, we get done playing, we're driving back. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, how was it? You know, just feeding him some bull. He's so pumped up. And he, he's wearing a whoop. Shout out whoop for the tour. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Shout out I don't even that. wear one, but whatever. <laughs> he's wearing one. And I guess on those things, it shows, like, as soon as you do an activity, whether mm-hmm. it's golf or whatever, yeah, yeah. So he gets on there, and his heart rate got up to, like, 159. Just wants MJ show that. <laughs> that's like what that? JC's was on
0: 18
1: at the players. It was like they got up there. That's him just playing with Mike. How about that?
2: That's awesome. Oh, uh, I mean, dude, that's like running a sprint and going to try. I mean, because I knew he's nervous, but I, you know, I didn't know he's like might pass out. Jordan's probably won more golf that's just having to complete
1: holes than any human in the world. Because they all show up and get a game. Of course you're gonna get a game with them, and then they freak out because they're playing with Jordan and shoot a thousand. Like there's I, a former pro hitting at twenty yards.
2: I couldn't believe it, man. I don't know, because the first time we played, I don't know, maybe because I had spoken with him before and, like, met him, but I just – dog, we're gambling. You know, you got to play good.
0: Yeah, but that's not normal. I think most people would be in total shock. I you? totally agree. Yeah. Today we
2: played in the pro am. this guy was like, if there's one person I meet, I would literally lose it. And I was like, all right. So, you didn't get nervous about me, bud? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what about me? How about fluffing me a little bit,
2: huh? <laughs> yeah, so I, that's my, that's my favorite memory playing golf. I mean – the other one, I forgot my golf shoes one time, and he just called somebody, and this guy just delivered some shoes. It was like <laughs> something straight out of like –
1: Just some dude that's, that's his job, just deliver shoes when guys forget Just them.
2: delivered it to Melis and was like, there's just some shoes. Also. There's like, someone within 10 miles at all time that can have your shoes in a second. I love it. So, that. it was uh, – yeah, I've had that's a nice. great experience. I mean, it's it's awesome being a part of the brand. I mean, it's just cool. You know, like everyone wants to be a part of MJ if they can and It's some um, mm. –
1: was that like your first pinch me when Jordan calls you and sa- or texts you and says, I want you to be a part of brand? Like, oh my God, here I am, kid from Gastonia, came up web.com. You're talking about how you're rich on the web.com, and all of a sudden you're on the phone with MJ Direct. Like, that had to be a little bit of a moment in your life where, like, holy shit, that, I can't believe I'm cool. here right now.
2: That was cool, but the biggest moment was when I got to build my parents' house. That yeah. was like...
1: 15 acres, huh?
2: That, yeah, well, that's, that's grown man's playland, but building my parents' house was it. Because, like, when you're a kid and you, like, see stuff wrong with the house, you're like... I can't do anything and now they live in a house and it has no problems they're getting old like that was to be able to do it and me also live the same way not like have to sacrifice anything it was like man you go make another putt your parents are going to be set and they're like about to retire I'm like you're about to retire I mean how old are you you know like it blew my mind so uh, that the the Jordan thing was cool because more people talk to you about that but on the inside the cool thing about that when my parents house was getting built i could like go out there and i like saw it and like my parents got to pick stuff i'm like i hope they're getting as much of it like, like as much as i'm getting out of it they're getting out of like seeing this happen so that was the pinch me moment i think this kid's going to be number one when it's all said and done because every time i look at like all these famous people they're like and we talk about like having a kid they're gonna wait till that thing comes out and then people that mentors have like talked to me about they're like it all changes. I'm like, man, I've changed a lot in the last, you know, 10 years. So, don't, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see how this one goes.
0: Was it true? Uh, you mentioned your parents. After you finished the final round at Bethpage, you were in the final group. You went home the next day and you mowed your parents' lawn. So true. That's incredible.
2: It's not. I love mowing grass. I love You know mowing what? Mowing I would never miss you a know, good you, lawn You mowing. can't answer your phone. It's, it's the best. Like, because you can just be like, I was working. I was doing something. But if you if you go home and sit at your house and be like, well, why didn't you answer? You know like, Nah, bro, I was doing something. I was mowing. Now you got oh. the
1: big John Deere, right? It is unbelievable. Boy,
2: I mean, it's unbelievable this mower. It has, it has heat, it has AC, it has radio. It has a CD player in it. It's Who like has a, a CD player anymore? It yeah. has a CD player in it. Yeah. it's CDs. Uh, So you just – I don't mow too often. This, this old man, Ernie, he basically – he wanted to quit, like, driving to some work. And I was like, Ernie, man, you got more money than anything. You're 78. Like, just don't do anything. He's like, well, i got to ask you. Can I just mow the grass? I was like, yeah, sure. So he comes and he gets, he brings like a little six-pack of Budweiser, brings his lunch and mows grass. And like – so I always say this place where – I call it the land. It's the land built by Gastonia. Because all these people just contribute and do things that I'm not sure I would want to do at 78. I ain't mowing nobody's grass at 78. I want to see 78 first of all. Yeah, but yeah, 78. He gets in there and he and he gets so wound up. I don't know if he like sometimes messes up, but he ran into my parents' car one day. And my and he's like, I'm not. He's like, I'm not mowing anymore. And my mom made him get back in this mower. I'm like, what is? Go- is this like an old person's thing where y'all just like, hey, pat on the back, good job mowing the grass, even if you ran into the car, you know? Like, so I, I, I just think it's hilarious. Like, go ahead, mow it again, do it again.
0: You, <laughs> but you mentioned it's got a CD player, and I don't know if you know. Sleeze He just said he has some CDs laying around. I uh, got you some. Fire he for a couple for albums. You, bro. Maybe might... this is our way we can get it out there. What was it called? It was oh, you... my CD. What He's was your about band? Album? What were you in? The Bomb Squad. Bomb
1: run... You need that little taste <laughs> of that. A little sample. It's unrele- It's in the vault. It's like Dre's Detox. Like you can I'll it run by it
2: by. Uh, it uh, uh, come I'll run it by Ernie. Let, let you. Know. I don't That
1: dude will be mowing that lawn faster than ever before. That's the last thing I need. I'm glad you admit you have them because you
0: kept saying, "Oh, I don't know where they are." Oh, they don't exist. Also, by the way.
1: They don't exist. We'll, we'll, we'll Hollywood Discussed discuss. It doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I will slide. maybe I'll talk to my my people and see if we can slide one single your way just so you get a little
0: taste. But, uh, I mentioned, but I didn't bring up, you went and mowed your parents' yard after the PGA at Page. You were in the
2: final group with Brooks Koepka. Man, mm-hmm. remember it like it was yesterday. I mean, you were, I think.
0: Seven back to start the day. I mean six back. Oh,
2: I, I can tell you, everything that happened. I can well, tell you, you right. birdied the first all, which was awesome. After you hit two of the, the two of the best shots I hit all week. That's what like people don't understand. Like that drive and that chip shot, like you know, running in there. It was on replay the other night, and I watched it all. I was on last night, I think. Was it last night? I watched or two it. Na- I couldn't. I yeah. can't get enough of it. So, because that's like what wakes you up every day. Yeah, I mean,
0: it obviously didn't go the way you wanted, but <laughs> tell me about it. Tell me what you <laughs> what you learned from that day, because I mean, that's a that's a big spot, obviously.
2: Um, the biggest thing I learned is that like you are more than capable of winning a major. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't tell me I can't win a major. Like, that was the hardest. I mean, we played Beth Page yeah. in the in the you know in the just the playoffs like. Played well there, but, like, playing in that environment, those kind of people where they're, like, gagging, like, that was embarrassing. Like, if you can handle that kind of stuff, you're more than capable. But the biggest thing I learned is not to get ahead of myself because I can tell you exactly what I said when I birdied number one. Uh, you know, you got to walk through the tunnel. I got in that tunnel. And, you know, you like you think it's like this little fairy tale thing where you're gonna walk through like I can rocky little thing. You are like, oh, let's go. And I was like, I'm gonna win this tournament. And boy, did it win! It couldn't win more <laughs> the opposite way once I said that. <laughs> but you know, because everyone says like, don't get ahead of yourself. Like bullshit. Like that is horse crap. Like any job, anything you want to do in life, you don't literally sit there and be like, well, today we're gonna take it by today. Not just, No. No, when it gets to the highest moment of doing something, making a decision, you have to lean back on the things that you're taught, like when you're a kid, like play golf, relax, enjoy it. This is what it's all about. And then, that's to be what's honest. so hard. I've
1: birdied the first whole tournament before, and I'm writing victory speeches. I'm like, one through one. Like, who should I thank, dude? I got somebody. You know what I mean? Like, that's just so amazing. Hard, who should to I do think? to not get ahead.
0: Especially in that. I mean, dude, I think it's that's a one thing. Round. Like, you listen to sports psychologists stuff nowadays. I mean, it used to be like, oh yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. Now it's like embrace that you're looking ahead. It's just For how right. you handle it, and how Correct. you react to it. Yeah, because I mean, you're going. To, it's gonna come. <laughs> yeah, yeah if, you can't
2: not have that happen. It just uh, when I lost that golf ball, whew, I mean, it was like spiraling. Like, it was like riding a roller coaster. How fast did things? Yeah, was it going? I know. Like, that's what people don't (laughs) talk about. You're like, I played. I did all that damage out there, and I bet you it felt like an hour. I got done. I was like, man, what is going on? And then, I just then they started asking me questions about things, and that's how you learn. Like when they ask you questions, and you like you want to not answer it, and you have to like, you have to do it. You learn a lot about yourself. You learn how to handle things because it's, it's coming again. Like, but, I mean,
0: that's the hardest spot. I mean, you're, not, yeah, you're exactly. Beth Page. The wind's blowing 25. Yeah, i am only playing in one play other final. Harder.
2: Yeah, I'm only playing in one final group, you know, Deep
0: ever end. again before. Yeah.
2: So, I'm sitting there like, oh, you know, like. Did you – let me ask
0: you this. Did you – I mean, Brooks wins the golf tournament, but things got going a little sideways for him. Did you learn anything from watching him or were you just focused on your own thing?
2: I've, at some point, after 15 to part three, I tried to get out of his way. Um, and if I could do it over again, like yeah, I, you can stay out of someone's way and still play good golf. Like you know, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I've, I feel like I've never putted before. You're on like a little putt putt course out there. It's blowing. People are gagging. They're like, Ugh. I'm like, can you stop, please? Just give me like one second. Make it. End. <laughs> your head's getting heavy. You're like, uh, and you're looking at your caddy, and you're like, well, he can't do anything. So, uh, well, all right, here, let's go. Yeah, it's um, it's it's something that I'll never forget. But at the same time. Wouldn't change it for the world other than, like, yeah, if I would have won, I would have gotten into Augusta, blah, blah, all this. But in reality, if you would have said you're six-back on the last round, you're in the final group, and you, like, really were thinking about winning, you know how – you know how well you have to play and what has to happen for that to, like, work out? I would have been a little bit more realistic, and that just comes with experience, you know, and you're just – you're not going to get that without going through it. And it, I find it amazing when these guys come out here and they, they win immediately. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that, that's just – it's not easy. And mm-hmm. everyone's got to run their own journey. That's one thing I've learned in the last two or three years is that, like, it's not about everyone else. We're so good at getting on our phones like, did you see what he did? You see what he did? You see No, I didn't. Actually, I didn't. I really don't give a shit what he did. Because if I don't focus on Harold, this is in, everyone's going to, you understand, you got to be selfish. you got to be like, hey, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to approach it, and this is what's going to make me successful. And when you first get out there, it's like, did you see what he did? How did he do? I'm like, I don't know yet. I still haven't figured out what I'm doing. And you have to, like, carry yourself in a way that, like, I get what you're where you're coming from, but I'm going to do it this way. This is what I believe in.
0: You got a great head on your shoulders, man. It's
2: impressive. Thank you, Colton. That's the most positive thing it's you ever told me. Business. I said you a lot nice. of positive things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, are you, are you want to fire a little E nine no, action? I think we got to get you into one man, because obviously there's another. Obviously, all three of us sitting here, we looked up to Tiger Woods. Oh, and, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, so we got to talk a little bit about your mm-hmm. relationship with him. I know you spent quite a bit of time with him. Y'all talk. Um, tell us a little bit about that because that's um, something not a lot of people get to do.
2: It is unbelievable. Um, yeah, obviously you look up to him. I mean, I remember being at this tournament and like crying that he didn't sign my hat. Twelve years old, he big-timed you. Oh, I told him. Where Couldn't at? wait to tell him. Right here. Mm. And it used to be the like humpag. a – it, now it's like a, It's like you walk around, but it used to be you just walked right through and there was just an open path. And I never get off standing. <laughs> I mean, you're always plotting when you're trying to get his autograph. You're like sitting there you're like, all right, if I stand right here. Next to this lady, she'll, <laughs> he'll sign mine, then hers, and then you, that one doesn't work. You're like, well, what if I just go behind it? He walked right to her and just kept walking, signed hers, kept walking. I was like, this is mother, love. <laughs> <laughs> I was so pissed. Um, and I'll never forget when I told him, and I don't know how this makes sense. I said I told him the story. He goes, might be the reason you you're out here. And just kept walking. Interesting. And I, no, yeah. it's not. It, that's dumb. Oh, yeah, that dude. is, no, that is dumb, not dude. the reason. He was an absolute to you <laughs> I cried for girl. three yeah. days. Yeah, uh, so.
0: Um, I love that he wants to try to take credit for it. Yeah, he did. He spins it to I ignored you, that's why you're on
1: the PGA You're tour. welcome for giving you that chip on your shoulder. He
2: just basically, obviously he's got a lot on his plate, has been so open to me. I mean, I've got to spend some time with him at Medalist. I think. I think if he was our age and still at a high level, I don't think there's a single chance we would be this close to him. That's what I think. In my deep down side, you can say whatever happened, he's opened up. I think when it comes down to it, that guy would give up his life to make sure he beats you. And now that he's older, and it's like there's no more comp. You can't compete with him. He's like, all right, all right, you know. And that's what I. That's I mean, and I might I may be wrong, but that's what I truly believe. I think. Who's going to compete with him? No, I think yeah, I no think you're 100 percent correct. I yeah, mean, people since, try to say like, oh, they're not. He's nice now. No, man, he's old, and he, you know, the game's changing, and he's just, he just kicked everyone's ass for so long. He has
0: opened up a lot. There's no doubt about that. But when he was like, he was hurt in like 17, 2017, 2018. Justin Thomas came on here and said he wasn't able to play the Masters, so he would go over to Tiger's house, and Tiger would help him with some like pitch shots and stuff like that. He was going to face at Augusta. Then 2019 comes around, Tiger's coming back, and Justin goes, Hey, do y'all want you want to work on some of those pitch shots? No response. Tiger's back play, and he's like, Mm-mm. "Nope, not helping you now."
2: Yeah, I just, and I kind of like it because I think that a, a humans, every human's going to go through something, and they're never going to learn by. They can learn things, pick things up of how to get through it, but like, you're never going to learn without you know running. You know, you run into that wall. You're mm-hmm. like, All right, man, it kind of hurt. I probably should go around. You know, it's or that perfect example when a kid says, "Hey man, that stove's hot." All right, let me see how hot it is. You know, like there's no, there's no, it, that's never changed. That's been around since the beginning of time. And it is what it is. With
0: all the time you spend around Tigers, is there one thing that sticks out
3: like, the, that you've yes, been taken away from?
2: Yes. So growing up, everyone, because obviously I'm terrible at focusing. I mean, I can barely like, focus right here and sit next <laughs> to you. But I'll never forget my dad and everyone be like, you just need to focus. Like, man. And in my head, you're like, yes, sir, you know. But in my head, I was like, no, I don't. I whoop your ass. You know, like I don't need to focus. I'm getting better every year. So I never get. I asked him. I said, hey, man, you know, what do you do to focus? Like, I hear that, you know, my dad's always talking to me about I need to focus. And he's like, actually, you know, I just, I hear everything. And I was like, what? You know, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, where we? You know, we only got like 20 more feet to walk before, like, everyone's going to be around you. He goes, playing golf is like reading a book with the TV on. And you know your mom's always been the one to like read the book watch I'm like what are you doing so I go home and I get this book I, I haven't read a book in forever I'm like dude if you're reading a book and the TV's on you can read everything in that book while the TV's on mm-hmm. and you can turn up the TV and you can hear and I was like I get it so it made me become more me like I can be whatever but I can hear everything I can yeah it was nuts so how's your
1: focus got better? Like after hearing it's that, it's gotten you worse. Just, you I just, just lock know worse. In? I know <laughs> when it's
2: time for me to do my job and do my thing. I can hear everything. I can relax, but I know what I'm trying to achieve. I'm not. I'm not stressing more to try to focus. Like I can't hear you. I can't. No, no. I hear everything. It's okay. Just go about your day.
1: Are you like a focus for 30 seconds for this shot, real quick, and then no, off, I don't I'm, focus. I'm I just, out again?
2: no. I just play golf. Like and I can do it more because I just be myself even more. So like that's what it's created. Like I try to focus. Don't try to focus. Just do what you, you know. What you're trying to do. Obviously, I'm a lot better at it than I used to be. So it kind of helps when you like you hit a good shot. You're like, all right, I'm I'm a little hyper right now. I'm focusing, you know, because I'm doing good. Um, so it's kind of that was the best thing.
0: I like it. All right, now
2: we can get to the E yes, nine. Yes, E nine. Nine quick questions. We'll get, we'll get questions. you out on the
0: water. What's that? You, then, he, then he can go get be on the boat. I
2: know,
1: man. You're killing my time. But
2: uh, you know what? Here's what I do have to say. Thank you for having me. I'm out. No, I'm
3: joking. <laughs> <laughs> Our only person to ever skip out on the nine. Yeah. All <laughs>
1: right. I got time for E3. All right. Go with the first one. We ask this to everyone. Movie being made about the life of Harold Varner, who plays you. Denzel. That was, yeah, that was, that one was, was easy. Given That's
2: my password to everything. If you guys want to know. Oh, perfect. I'm hey, joking. <laughs> There's a lot of good
0: hackers out there. Be careful. What's your pin? No.
2: Can only think. I got a few. Oh, I forgot that one this morning.
0: <laughs> all right next question you got your trusty sidekick your head covered gerald who also has a twitter handle who gets trolled more on twitter
2: harold or gerald i don't even know who runs gerald <laughs> perfect so i don't i don't know um i get everything i mean everyone sees the one about people placing bets that's my favorite thing in the world i i like gambling i like believing you know if i can't do it all right let's see if you can you know whatever um so i i like that stuff but all the stuff we're going through and tw- it's hard to sometimes, mm-hmm. like, respond. Like, you just, hey, man, take that one on the chin. It gets to
1: a certain point where it's, there's only so much you Harold can't to win. go around. Mm. And Gerald, for that matter. he getting pulled in a lot of directions. So.
2: Gerald gets to see it How many all? Twitter followers does Gerald have? Let's find out. See, beast. I haven't looked in a while. That'd be
1: sweet. Anyone slide into That'd the – What do you is think? Gerald? <laughs> yeah, like I, Gerald's I don't
2: BMs? know how many you have, but I'd say Gerald. I don't know like how many 20, I have.
1: 000. This is perfect, so I got a follow-up for Gerald. Being the, yeah, maybe you the can the run it. The big deal it. that he
2: is. Gerald Varner. Oh, there he is. What's he got? Gerald's got a 1,000 followers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's 1,000. All right. Come on, Gerald. Up. You got to get out there. A oh, freaking head cover.
1: It's hard to type with, with stuffed fingers. That's
2: All lovely. right. You ready? Right. This one's about
1: Gerald, too. Your driver, a head cover, Gerald, and your good friend, Wyndham Clark, walk into a bar
2: who pulls more chicks. <laughs> One of them's a human, so I, no, I'm I know. Gonna, but, I'm gonna go with the window. but barely. Oh, god, I can't. Disappointing. I, can't I mean, it's not. Uh, he's a great guy, Wyndham. No. I had to be professional. That's the, there. That's that the, that's be, the no, camera response. Just, like, right no, there? that's when you go next. That's the camera response. Next, okay. Somebody say something next, okay.
0: <laughs> All right, next question. Perfect. You keep pulling your hat up. Neither you or I have are blessed with the greatest hair, it's but beautiful. you actually pay somebody, which
2: is that once true? a month, man. I so. I do do. Do that yourself. Not many what people do they do? know about this that you, we don't talk about in the golf world. Dude, the ingrown hairs that black people get—I think I feel like I could like cry. I, I mean, the ones under your chin. So this guy comes and he cuts it with this thing where it's not too low, and you know—I mean, I'm just all about pain-free. Okay. But you guys like—it looks better when a white person like grows their beard out, or maybe it's just me. My beard's not nice. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, I can't I, grow a beard.
1: Colt would be it's the appropriate person for that.
2: I, I don't know. I just hate pain, like on my chin. I just hate pain. <laughs>
1: you used to have back in the day, many tour oh, days, dude. Oh. The, the flat top with the visor might have been the best look that I've ever seen I in golf. Right you know, right that thing it was, was like greatest. this tall. Dude, they could do. It you was seen Urlacher.
3: Awesome.
2: There's ways. man. I'm not. Did mean, you get it back? Oh, yeah. No, because you. I don't think it would grow that strong. Like I mean, dude, not my back in the day, I had hair that would like that was a it look. was good that was how high look. was it how high did it go oh. i bet you it was like i bet you it was at least four or five inches yeah I when bought, you were the visor, the it wasn't it wasn't house party
1: <laughs> but it was <laughs> house party yeah. it was half of that probably. it was
2: it was clean though and then one day i was like sitting here and there was like a you know i got it i was like man it doesn't look as clean in the front <laughs> i was like man, what's going on so one day i shower and it kind of lays to the side i'm like looking i'm like Man, this is going back way faster than I would like. And then I got a faux hawk, and the faux hawk started starting like in the middle. I was like, well, time to go. Oh, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you could get that back though, there are ways, but that was the look of yeah, all time. It, it was, it was very popular. Pre- we, yeah, uh, we've, we've talked about it.
2: He's hard to even recognize. We've talked more. about it, and I just didn't. I didn't. I Crazy, it. the day I was supposed to go get it done is the day the world shut down. How about oh, that? oh really? you were going.
1: Oh, that might have been a sign.
2: I think I was talking about going. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: Could have been a sign. All right, next one. Don't Who do you think put the dab on the map more, you or Cam Newton?
2: Cam Newton. In the golf Cam, world?
1: Or he still from you?
2: No, Cam did it, and we loved it. Like, in, You just don't understand. In Charlotte, Like Cam, I mean, he didn't go out the way that I would have liked, but when he was winning, man, people like wake up like, man, what's Cam going to do next? And I, I love it. And when he's dabbing on people and everyone's getting mad, that's the okay. no. They're not mad that he's dabbing. They're mad because he's scoring. And I love, I love. I mean, everyone loves a winner. Everyone does. Are Never, you still who? dabbing
1: out there? Like Phoenix Open, I'm You this come year. back and make a 30 footer for birdie. Is that the celebration? 100. Okay. Why would I not? Why would thing. I stop dabbing? If it ain't broke, you know the deal.
2: Well, I don't know. I haven't. I make. 30 something pars in a row, one time out there, and still damn it. <laughs> still <laughs> <dabbed> on, <laughs> on All
0: right. Well, I'll ask a golf one here. If you could take a part of any PGA Tours game right now and put it
2: into yours. This is it? so bad. Like, do you ever do this? Whenever someone asks a question, it's who you did it well, do, did it the best the last time you were with them. Okay. So, Brendan Grace, his chipping, unbelievable. I thought you Un-
0: someone's putting. Just because looking at your stats, like, you strike it very, very well. Your putting's the one. Hey, that, mm. hey,
2: you know what? But I'm climbing. You know, yeah, exactly. and who would I put? Like, I'd put like Harold Varner because I believe I'm the best putter in the world. That's perfect. So I just keep going the direction I want to go. I think I'm working. I definitely work a lot more seriously though. I definitely focus when I practice way more than I used to. <laughs> Tiger didn't tell me anything about that. I kind of just you just took figured that on yeah. your own. Maybe I should focus for a. Stop <laughs> yeah. talking. These guys are good. All
1: right. Well, when you're not practicing though, you're hosting a podcast. Hold now. on. Let me putting putting. Ooh.
2: No, I got to answer the. Question.
1: Oh, I thought you said gonna, you. No, I mean Pretty yeah, but true. I'm always
2: going to say me. But I'm just saying. No, he said what part. So, putting mm, – and he's, he's not hurt right now? You can pick anybody. The Tiger. He made every putt that he looked at. Her. That had to happen. I mean, yeah. on, think about how excited you got when that guy made a putt.
0: Well, he never missed one that mattered. Yeah. That's what we're, ta- we're talk about this all the time. Like, think back to, like, Tiger's career when he had a putt on 18 he had to make. Name one he missed. A putt to win. Unbelievable. Name a miss. I mean, there's not.
1: Name it's 10 wins right off the jump. Yeah. You think about it, you can, the best you can is the when they name.
2: do these comparisons, like, and Colin Larko, he's doing a great job. When they compare it and, like, oh, Tiger's just yeah. like, oh I'm yeah, like, was he that good? You know, like, I'm over here questioning, like, man, did I miss something about Tiger?
1: That's when everyone's like, I would love to compete against Tiger. And I'm like, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Here's the numbers. That's why.
2: This is the tournament that I I just got tired of him blowing me off right here. Yeah, you're welcome for that. I was sitting at the locker and I was like, I was like, man, are we gonna ever play golf? Like, come on, man. I've been, I've been waiting. You've helped me out a lot. You withdrew from the PGA. I got in. You withdrew from the pro <laughs> am at Safeway. And I got to play with Steph and balled him up. Uh, <laughs> so you've helped I me out. About but that. dude, I want to freaking, I want to play golf with you. Like, dude, I've looked up to you. Like, you, when it comes to golf, you're, I mean, every, who wouldn't want to win that many times? Yeah. What did he say? He's like, I'll text you on Monday. I was like, all right cool and he just he told me what time we were playing and i like a little kid i just showed up i bet it was you make him early. wait six hours no he's he's all big about like he's got to take his kids to school and then he flies out so like no oh, i thought it was a tournament gotcha oh no no yeah. no oh no no no! it was it was at the players it was easier though because he because we don't have a pro in gotcha yeah yeah
1: all right so what happened all right podcast host now ripping it with george Savarikas. give me your one dream guest
2: um, after the Last Dance, MJ. Mm. You can I mean, you can set that up, can't you? No, I don't think it's that easy. But <laughs> no, no. I mean, no? being in the brand's cool, but you know, that's a little different. Uh, I would say MJ, just because when you watch the Last Dance, I man, literally, I, I was living on the lake at the time, and me and me and Amanda would literally we'd go, try, we would go, we would get off the boat to watch this, and I just didn't know MJ was that good. I mean, I know he's good. Like, I get it. But I wasn't old, you know. I wasn't old. No, I didn't see him play. Logo all over my body. Yeah. No, I mean I get that, but man, I didn't know that he was that like that and how he carried himself. Because and we didn't. We would see. I mean, how old are y'all? Did y'all 30, get to see him play? Mm-hmm. I didn't get to yeah, see. Dude. I saw him play for the Wizards. It it. Did you watch the Last Dance? I mean, I'm not saying – I'm saying the last dance doesn't count as watching it happen. Like, I played with Ron Rivera today, and he was like, I was in Chicago, like, you know, yeah. same exact time. And I was like, how cool is that, blah, blah. But, oh, I mean, you saw him play the last year, like, in Chicago. I never saw him once play live in Chicago on TV.
0: I remember when he came back, uh, I got the 45 jersey. I saw, him, I saw him live when Rodman was on the team in San Antonio.
1: Cool. No way. Yeah.
2: See, I didn't get that's to do anything like oh, that. Dude, I remember
1: every time I saw Jordan, he came to Denver one time. When they went 72-10, and 10, Nuggets beat him. We were dog shit, and we beat him. And I was like, the biggest moment of my life. I was like, dude, we saw MJ lose one time. <laughs>
3: one dude, time. Yeah, he, I mean. uh,
2: how about that, man? These guys come in these cities and like not playing. Yeah, that's tough. It's
1: deal. different now. They played all I don't all care the time. how different
2: it is. The amount of money they make right now. Yeah. And no, I mean, know, they're softer now. Yeah. I don't no, care how yeah. soft you are, but I just think you owe it to the fans to – be presentable. Be that. Be that guy. Like, if yeah, you like, want to make all this money and complain about doing this and that, do the stuff that people don't want to do. You know, like until you own the team, you that, know, do it. I, I, just, agree with you on I that. just, I just can't. I
1: like that. that was his quote when he said, "Every night I showed up, I knew there was someone in the stands that never <laughs> seen Michael Jordan play. Nobody <laughs> thinks like that anymore." And then
2: with social media, you get these people that come from all over the world and post about it, and they still won't. Like, that, I mean, for me, I'd just be like, "All right, I'm playing. This guy just flew." I mean, stress
1: management. <laughs> get out of here.
2: That, 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 I wasn't even going to go that far, but that is so true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, number
0: eight. Let's just say your wife, Amanda, gives you a celebrity hall pass. Ooh. Who would be ooh, this your celebrity is, hall
2: pass? It used to be Gabrielle Union.
0: going to have to
1: talk to D-Wade about that. See if well, I always heard board. your celebrity no, crush I was, was Justin Bieber. It is.
2: <laughs> it <It's a>, is. <laughs> he's the most talented. <laughs> he is one of the most talented people in the world. And everyone laughs. But it's unbelievable, man. I just this love guy. how obsessed you are with it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's incredible. Hey, I mean, if you favorite Bieber song. Real, recognized,
0: real. And then we'll
1: get uh, back
2: it's to. a Christmas song with boys and men. Fla, la, la, la. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> la. la, la, la. <laughs> the
3: Christmas the album. Christmas <laughs> I mean, his Christmas album's good. Every artist in the world. Sorry. I mean, uh,
2: it's not sorry. Even All right, back song. to the Celebrity Crush. Uh, it <laughs> was Gabrielle Union because Bad Boys 2 was one of my favorite mm-hmm, movies. Mm-hmm, I'm definitely going to be the, if I had a girl, I was definitely going to be Mike, when he comes to the door. Reggie, you know, I'm definitely going <laughs> <want> to. <laughs> yeah. So, I, um, uh, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know half the celebrities' names. You can go Gabrielle Union. Yeah. You want just Gabby? Age has gotten, you know, like. Oh, boy. Hope she ain't listening. She's She's the, she can you, listen. Sir. I'm just saying. People get older. They don't look as good. You know, it's, just, it's just facts. <laughs> like, one day I'm going to be that person, too. Like, hey, you still love me, Amanda? <laughs> <And she probably laughs> Not like, for a Nine. long time, <laughs> the way you look. All right. When that kid comes out, I won't be loved as much, which is fine. Right. We got I tell you what, we bought a dog, and she loves him more than me. Yeah, he's a beast. Some days. He scares me. Yeah, he's like a little what is drug it? dog. Yeah, yeah, until I come around. And you he's give like that <laughs>
1: German command, and he'll rip your arm off.
2: He's awesome, man, until you, you mess with Amanda. Yeah, he's a beast.
1: All right, last one. Let's say, let's say you miss a cut on tour. You're going to go out that night, full send. Which three other tour players do you want with you to have the best night?
2: <sighs> yeah, I, I'm cool with Wyndham, Matt Every,
0: Ooh, this last spot's a tough one.
2: It, it is. It's
1: a tight click. I kept it tight at three.
2: Dub. Mm. He's, he's
1: fun. He said dub. I've he had a
2: good time every. with Johnson Wagner. Oh,
0: interesting group.
2: Um, I like to have a little age so they can tell you when to go home. You need – I mean, cool. I've had some good time with, with Colt. Like, Colt's acting over like, oh, I mean, who would it be? Like, yeah. Who do you – no, I'm not on short I would anymore. definitely yeah. – I would definitely – all right, cool, man. I'll go – I'm not going to be the one to tell you to go home, though. Nay, exactly. That's why we got Johnson.
1: Johnson to be the chaperone. Awesome. All right, there you go. I love it. I hope he hears this. This is going to be is.
0: great. It <laughs> be <laughs> so mad. HV3, man, we appreciate it. Thanks appreciate all. you, my
2: man. Thanks for Thank having me. Thank you. you that it. was fun.
0: All right. Well, that was HV3 sitting down with us Charlotte Sleeves. He's an absolute beauty. Might have more ADD than any PGA tour player. He's bouncing off the walls in there, but he is just such a joy to sit and talk to. He's a breath of fresh air. I
1: was just going to say, I was like, he's like a little water bug. It just, <laughs> bzz, 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 It's all over the place. He asks one question, then it goes over here, it comes back. If he gets on that <laughs> Webb Simpson caffeine routine, I don't know that you'd be able to corral that kid, but it was fun talking to him, man. Like I, One of the things we got into, I know you and I are both jealous of, is that the Jordan collection. Dude, we went to dinner the one night um during the tournament and then we went back to his house for a little bit so i went up i was like yo show me where they're all at walk up the stairs go into his room and it's it's not pat perez's room but pat perez has been around and been doing this for a long a lot longer than um harold but i mean some of these shoes i was and he wears like my same size like hey come on (laughs) you're not these ones right here you ain't wearing these which ones are you not wearing let's go but i mean the collection is stupid it's so it's so jealous of that
0: man but just such a good dude the way he embraces the gallery out there you know one of the biggest things that ever that stood out with me in his career, you know, he played in the final group with Brooks Kepka at the PGA Championship. You know, he birdies the first whole Sunday. He's like, I'm gonna win this thing, and it didn't go his way. I mean, he he didn't break 80, but the way he handled it afterwards, he's like, you know what? It's no big deal. I played bad. My mom's still gonna love me. She's gonna give me a hug when I get home. Yeah. It's all good.
1: I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna cut her grass the next yeah. day. I mean, he's still doing that. That just kind of speaks to what kind of a guy he is. I think he's extremely appreciative for everything that he's got, and he's turned into a world class player. And he's gonna be one of those guys. When he gets that win, it's going to be one of the, like, Mm -hmm. everybody comes out for. Everybody celebrates. Because Harold's just, like I said, he's one of those guys you want to be around. The energy goes
0: up. The fun goes up. He's just that guy. Yeah, this game can get you down. It can beat you down. But Harold's... One of those guys. I mean, he just he loves it. He loves being out there. He loves playing every single week. He doesn't consider it a job, and that's really really cool to see.
1: Yeah, he's one, like he could miss five cuts in a row, and most people, but you know how golf gets, dude. Golfers are so no. quick to turn on themselves. They're like, I suck. I'm I the smile worse. the like, whole Harold's never like that, and what, like legitimately, one of the only other people I could think who are like that is Andres Gonzalez. Like, no matter what's going on, he missed ten in a row. He's like, I'm about, to, I'm, it's about to happen. Like I'm close. I'm not, and then that is really rare in pro golf.
0: Yeah. Can't thank him enough for sitting down with us. It was an absolute blast. And like, like you said, when he gets that first win, look out. I, I'm yeah. going. Wherever the wherever it is, I'm going to be there because I want to be a part of that party. They're
1: going to be like Shane Lowry over there at the Open Championship oh, except domestic stateside. And he might have the entire tour there celebrating with him. They might cancel the next week. It's like, we didn't get enough guys to show up. I tell up. you They're what, you're setting the bar high parents. if you're comparing it to Shane Lowry's it's celebration. Be big. I know that. It's going to be big. And I want to be there for it, too.
0: All right. Well, let's get to the gambling portion of the program. Sleaze?
1: There's another disaster that happened this week. It was almost a
0: really big disaster for you because I almost picked up my first W. Colin Morikawa loses in the playoff to Patrick Cantlay. It was heartbreaking for me, and I still have a bone to pick with my bookie about a certain bet that happened, but you know what? Good luck. Yeah, they're, whatever they're very I'm
1: just... reasonable people, <laughs> exactly. those bookies.
2: You'll have good luck with that.
0: <laughs> All right, Producer Mark, give us a little update on the standings.
2: Yeah, had Charlie Hoffman, who finished oh, T-57 yeah, after a disastrous Saturday. Yep. And Colt got his third runner-up finish Oof. of the year. Can't close it. Colin Morikawa for just north of $1 million. Bringing the lead to a now commanding one million three hundred four thousand five hundred and eighty-seven dollars. That one stung, dude. That one stung. That one, one stung. By the way, how
1: solo nice is Solo Second? Is a lot better than than T2. How
0: about how about Solo Second for over a million bucks?
1: Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Rom could have slid in there, and taken that one six would have been fine. You know what yeah. I mean? The lead would have been a little less, and then how let's. About Hoffman, I said I'm going a little off the grid. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little bit of a flyer. No pun intended on the Seagull. <coughs> He'd been just hadn't knocked top twenty in about seven, eight weeks, whatever it's been, a couple months, and then sure enough, I'm looking in there like, all right, he hung in there. He's one under heading into the weekend. He's gonna get out early on Saturday. He'll be fine. I look, next thing I do, I look up eighty piece. For, I mean, he, had, he hasn't done anything. His wings got clipped. Perfect golf shots for months, and then I pick him, and it's just. So that is typical Charlie.
0: Is it sad to say that this is the nicest thing he's ever done for me is shoot 80 when you pick him? Did you
1: call him and be like, hey, just so you know, Sleeves picked you this week. But like, oh, I'll tank this week. I've been on a good run. Oh, my Who God. Cares? I definitely did not.
0: He wouldn't answer my phone call anyway. Eighty,
1: And then on top of that, the guy who's going to win the tournament gets the WD, <clears> and then you slide into even more money. So all the cliches, you know, Listen, they're still in play. It's
0: 1.3. I mean, if you go out and you pick a winner yeah, and I miss a cut,
1: winner. you take the lead, basically. Yeah, it's one win, but it's still but, kicking the nut. A million-dollar loss on the week.
0: All right. Well, we're on to Congaree, a place that is not mm. known by very many. The Palmetto Championship at Congaree taking place at the Canadian Open this year. I actually had the chance to play it during Harbortown. Yes. Really cool place.
3: Tell Tom us. Fazio
0: Golf Course, 7,800 yards, not but great. it doesn't play like that. The, the fairways are like r- jet runways. I mean, they are concrete. It is all fairway and then waste bunkers. It is beautiful. It's in the middle of absolute nowhere. Ridgeland, South Carolina. You ever been there? Not uh, Not yet. Okay. It's on the list. But it is an incredible golf course. I mean, a special, special place. I'm interested to see, you know, what these guys do to this place. I, the owner has come out and said he wants single digits under par winning. Good luck. I shot one under when I played it from all the way back, so I have a feeling they might get to a double single digits. digits. Yeah, You might win this <laughs> yeah. damn thing. Yeah, but I'm not them. <laughs> you might win this. So thing. this is going to be a tough one, though, because not a lot of people have experience around here. The field isn't, you know, overly loaded. We got, you know, with the U.S. Open being next week, we got Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka in the field but I do have the honor and I'm going with a guy that has some experience around here and he's been either really hot or really cold lately. It seems finished third in Charlotte missed the cut in colonial was playing well in the U S open qualifying. Not sure if he made it or not, but I'm going with Keith Mitchell, my guy, Keith, Kevin Mitchell, Keith, Kevin, friend of the program,
1: friend of the program, bougie, bougie man. Of course he's a member. How would he not be a member? I feel like he slides into everywhere. All right, Keith, that's a good pick. love the Keith man. Um, I'm just gonna go off the top because i don't really have any background to go off of i don't know anyone that's you know that's seen this place or whatever other than keith being a member i'm gonna go harris english 25 to 1. if you look at his recent form it's okay top couple top 25s in his last five starts 13th at the byron i don't know i'm just kind of really taking it's hard shot. i went i didn't want to go top yeah top it's hard to DJ use Brooks or Brooks. Or yeah, do i want to use them there odds are both those guys can be somewhere near the top of that leaderboard but it's like i want to save them for you know, one of the big ones coming up, and who knows how motivated they? are. I don't know. It's leading up to a major. I'd rather take them out of major than leading up to it. So I go Harry English,
0: twenty-five right. to one. Keith Mitchell and Harris English. Those are our picks this week. That's going to do it for us. We got an amazing guest next week as well. The possibly the nicest man on the planet, Noda Begay, joins us in studio.
1: Yeah, he's a tough one to find something to say bad about. We're going to get sit down with Noda, chop it up, talk a little tiger. He knows I'm tiger. Sure. you know? Yeah, that? he's friends. I've heard their friends. It's, Same way Justin Thomas, Jordan Speed, they're friends too. Dude, There's a lot of friends in golf.
0: All right, well, we're out of here. Everybody have a great week. We'll talk to you on next week's Golf Subpar.